Welcome back to Affiliated. Thank you for joining us with ClickBank and our special guest from Volume. This is Camilla Lucia Spitt. I think I got that close, hopefully. Yes, perfect. <laughs> and we've got our American poll here, Kyle Kostachka. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Nice. That, was, that wasn't the way to pronounce it. You did better with hers than mine. <laughs> I, I think I say your last name different every time. And at this point, it's mostly on purpose. But <laughs> It's good. I appreciate the variety. Um, you know, Maybe one day I'll just decide to pick one that you choose and, and run with that instead. So there it is go. great to have you here, Camilla. Um, or Camilla, it's just really exciting as I know tracking, um, I'm an accounting guy, so tracking and data, I love to nerd out on. And it also is so important to all of our people's business. So I'm really excited to have the conversation today. And I will say for the people that watch us on YouTube, I'm sorry, I have no camera today. Um, I have not been scarred from Vegas on my face or anything. I'm just in the process of moving. And um, I, yeah, just there's not much of a studio set up. So I won't torture you with a weird background today. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, we're all just in Vegas. Camilla, you've made the long trip out there for Affiliate Summit West. And gosh, you were hustling. You were all over the place. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty great, and um, I enjoyed the event really. Like I enjoyed it a lot, and I think it was the the best event I've been so far, both in terms of you know like relations and, and, and business. It was great to, to 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 see you as well, to see Alison whole ClickBank team. It's always really fun to hang out with you guys. Yeah, thanks for coming to the party. That was a fun night, and then uh, I was gonna say, yeah, it was a very good affiliate summit west like that show has just gotten better and better over the years um affiliate summits in general for whatever yeah. reason like bringing a higher and higher level marketer yeah like an entrepreneur there so it's very De good definitely i the amount of media buyers i spoke with mm -hmm. was more than i'd ever spoken with at any prior affiliate summit event in the past it was uh, oddly enough i didn't see as many offer owners but that could have just been the vein i got stuck in i was really impressed with how many media buyers though at the Man, you could just throw a rock and hit like five at the Shakespeare <laughs> bar at any night. It was great. Yeah, but this, so this, is, this is not meant to be a plug for ASW. But you should definitely go <laughs> next like, year if you didn't go. <laughs> put in ClickBank for a coupon yeah. link. No. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of feel that this is this is what is happening with the affiliate industry. Like it's getting much bigger, also much cleaner. We are attracting bigger brands, bigger companies, bigger agencies, and you could really see that in Vegas. Uh, it was pretty pretty great. I agree. And gosh, I didn't even make it to the event. I was just in the Cosmo bar the whole time. <laughs> There's good people there, but uh, yeah, I try. I don't think I was able to get close enough to the Caesar Caesar palace to even attempt. So no, um, but something, yeah. I was, but speaking of all those media buyers, right. Something that was popping up in this conversation a lot was like the tracking component of everything. Cause you know, with the last two years tracking and for third party data, first party data, whatever party data you want to party with is getting very, uh, murky at best right and camilla you brought up that you know the kind of the cookie-less tracking that everyone's kind of getting a little i don't know freaked out's the right word some people are freaked out some people probably aren't freaked out enough but you were bringing up some stuff and that some are in denial yeah. like this is denial yeah you know like this i'm in cookie denial but it's oreos yeah <laughs> <laughs> cookie yeah. denial the hardest yeah. kind this time of year <laughs> yeah you know thomas is right though yeah a lot of people i think one of the biggest themes that we saw from this affiliate summit and affiliates in general is acquisition is getting harder it's expensive um it's challenging it feels like not having the third party targeted data is really creating some challenges in acquisition. I think it's actually one of the reasons why we're seeing these big businesses, even the largest brands coming to events like this, because they are also feeling the sting and challenge of um, difficult acquisitions. So I think there's a lot of people asking questions. 
the cookie apocalypse impending. And one of the great things about talking with you is I know you have solutions to maybe make this acquisition game not so hard. So yeah, we're really excited to talk to you about that um, and hear a little bit more about why you should be afraid of the cookie apocalypse and also why your users aren't nearly as afraid as everyone else's. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I mean, thank you for this for, for this amazing intro. So when it comes to cookies, as you know, or, or maybe not know, Google decided that third-party cookies are going to be phased out. Primarily, it was supposed to happen this year, so 2023. Right now, they're talking about 2024. But you know, it's Google, and they actually do change their their, their roadmap uh, pretty pretty often. So it may happen sooner or, or later. And what is really important here is that you need to make sure that your tracking is based on, based on, on third-party cookies. Actually, the, the setup for such tracking is, is not that complicated. It's not that hard. There are a few methods that, that you can use. Uh, there is direct tracking, maybe not the best solution for, for ClickBank customers because this is for people who have actually have access to, to the, uh, you know, um, page code, so, so mostly offer owners. But we have redirect tracking that is based on first-party cookies with the use of custom domains or the, the postback tracking, which is actually the most reliable one next to uh, API integration. So, so these are the methods that you can still use after, after third-party uh, third cookies are going to be, you know, um, deleted from, from this word, but you need to make sure that they're actually using the, the first party cookies. So what, what for a layman like me, um, what is a, the big what difference between say a third party cookie and a first party cookie and like, why are people, cause we at ClickBank, right? We have to use the terminology, right? Everyone asks like, oh, how does your cookie work? How long does your cookie last? We just mm -hmm. to clarify that while we use cookies, we are not reliant on cookies because for all the reasons we're discussing, we're getting less and less reliable. So like for someone just listening, who's maybe like, okay, I think I'm kind of understanding, like what is a cookie in its current existence on the internet right now? And how is that being changed? Okay. So, so just to make sure we, what a cookie actually is, right? Like cookies are, you know, those small text files, right? That are placed on the web browser and they are used by advertisers and other people to collect a different type of information, mostly user identification data, right? And we have two types of cookies. So the first party, these are the ones that are calling to the same domain that the user is currently visiting. So, you know, I'm on a, on this e-com store um, and uh, yeah, um, on the e-com store website and the owner of the website can store my info, uh, you know, while I'm, I'm visiting the page and store the information about the things that I'm doing on this page, right? But the third-party cookies, on the other hand, they are calling to a different domain, right? And this is this is where the where the problem begins because from for Chrome and other types of uh, you know uh, browsers, third-party cookies are the ones that are the ones that are connected with you know like privacy issues. So they want to make sure that users who are using the browser are feeling safe. Actually, Safari already got rid of them. But since Chrome has the, the biggest biggest market share, I think it's like 60 or 70% of, of the whole you know, global market. When they do it, it really means that, that third-party cookies are not going to be used anymore. 
Gotcha. Thank you for that. That was very helpful. Yeah. Cause it's, they get, it gets thrown around a lot, right? So when people are looking to make the shift or you mentioned that they can be using kind of the code level cookie on their first party still potentially over through like, is that using like UTM parameters kind of things passing through that way? Or is that a different conversation? Well, no, it's, it's a different conversation. It depends what, like, what uh, type of cookie you are going to use mm -hmm. inside your setup, right? But like the good news here is that it's up to the web browser to decide what type of cookie you are using. So if you're going to go with the right setup, then your, uh, you, you know, like your information can be still treated as, as the first party. Nice. And so how is volume making the pivot here with it sounds like most of the internet, right, being cookie-less in the mm -hmm. near future. Like, how is that going to affect volume Actually, and the kind of clients using that? Or go can ahead, Can we Kyle. stop back one more thing yeah. before we go into that? Because I do think, obviously, that's huge. We want to know how you guys are solving. But if we could talk a little bit more about what this creates in campaigns. So as these cookies get shut off, the third-party data isn't there. How is that changing or breaking the way that affiliate, um, the, not even affiliates, but media buyers are currently running their campaigns? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it depends. It depends because there are some and probably a lot of them are using postback tracking, right? So if you're using mm -hmm. postback tracking, you don't need to worry about it because you're not cookie dependent. And this is the solution that we're actually uh, always, you know, um, trying to pitch to our customers. I mean, it's not for everyone because you can only do it if it's supported on the on the offer side. And it does require some technical setup, but it allows you to, uh, you know, uh, just set it up once and it's going to to work for you and uh, it's the most reliable form of tracking because if you're using cookies third party first party doesn't matter which ones they can always be erased from the browser right so at some point you are always risking losing your data but then if you're betting on postback tracking or if you have an api integration like we do with clickbank or with with other traffic sources you don't need to worry about cookies at all so these are the like two best methods i would say api integrations and postback tracking but if for some reason you prefer to you know stay uh stay on the cookie side because you are working with an affiliate network that is not supporting um postback tracking or you are an offer owner um that 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 doesn't have this this, this postback solution you will have to either um, you know, choose to to do direct tracking or redirect tracking, and then both of these methods needs to be set up within the funnel for the first party cookies. Okay, that I makes hope it's not. I hope it's not too you know complicated because those topics are always the ones that are you know <laughs> uh, just fussy for people and yeah, uh, kind of hard yeah. to digest. Yeah, well, because essentially without the the cookie data having that post back, what you're buying media blind, right? So you're not going to be able to get the feedback of where your customer's going, where they've been, if they bought, if they haven't. Um, so it starts to become challenging to really identify who you want to target, right? That's essentially the the downside, I guess we could say, to not have, if you're dependent on cookies and as these cookies get shut down, right? Yes, yes, definitely. Perfect. And as you said, it's it's getting harder and harder to to acquire customers, to acquire leads. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, since people are much more used to internet and they know, like, at least starting to get to know how advertising is working and they know that if they're, you know, on New York Times uh, page, they actually can say that, you know, a piece of content is an ad. We as marketers need to 
be a bit more creative uh, when it comes to, to, to acquiring those leads uh, and acquiring mm -hmm. the, the customers. So having your data in real time, you know, always having it no matter what happens is really important because without data, you cannot optimize your campaigns. Nice. So how, how is volume working then? Like maybe, a, maybe not a, as too detailed of a view, maybe like a 20,000 foot view, if you will. Like how is volume playing between, say, someone running ads on Facebook and Google and TikTok um, mm -hmm. and maybe throwing ClickBank there, right, as the endpoint? Mm -hmm. But like where is volume existing there and kind of what is it solving for? Mm -hmm. So if you're, if you're a media buyer that is only buying traffic from, from Google ads or only from Facebook, you're not going to need tracker that much, right? Because those two platforms, they have their, their own system for tracking. But if you want to diversify and most marketers want to considering, you know, the, the prices on those sources, uh, you know, the lack of support and basically, you know, uh, all the fast that is connected to, to running campaigns on them. Uh, if you want to try native, if you want to do a push search, uh, or simply just combine the, the mainstream traffic sources, it makes sense to have a tracking platform. Why? Because with a tracking platform, you can see your whole performance within one dashboard, within one panel. You can add all your traffic sources there, all your affiliate networks, ClickBank, let's say, and then compare the performance of those you know, different um, advertising pieces together. If you don't have that, you just have to switch between the panels and maybe import all the data to your spreadsheets, uh, I don't know how about you. I don't like spreadsheets. Maybe, <laughs> maybe our marketers like you know the affiliates and then media buyers like it more. But it's definitely more time consuming. It requires manual work, and you know you can just make errors because you're the one that is kind of putting it all together. If you have a traffic, uh, if you have a, a, a tracking platform like Volume, this is. This part of the job is going to be done by you. And besides that, there's a lot of features, you know, depending on a, on a business case and like what type of uh, marketer, uh, what type of business do you have? You can also use those to, to make money more effectively. Gotcha. And are you using, I think you said post back for most of this. So it's kind of going server to server. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. the majority of our customers are using postbacks, but there are those who are also using the, you know, the the, the cookie tracking, so direct tracking, mm -hmm. or or some are using redirect as well. Gotcha. Well, so, no, oh, oh, go ahead, Kyle. Oh, I was going to say, because so much of what you're doing really is compressing time and normalizing the data, right? Because we understand if you're doing multiple different offers across multiple different traffic sources, oh my gosh, that is a data consolidation nightmare. So yeah. maybe you hire a VA to hope that they don't screw it up and put all that together over a couple of hours. Um, by that time, you're already doing, you know, making decisions off data that you don't have, right? So um, it seems like it, it's really going to compress time for people to quick, consistent decision-making, um, which makes some sense. And on top of that, now being agnostic of cookies to get your tracking um, has to go a long way. So not only can you get your data fast, reliably, um, but you know that you're not going to um, experience a fallout when Google decides to shut off cookies and we're all going to go on the keto diet um, <laughs> relatively <laughs> Yeah, you know, metaphorically in the data tracking world. So not a huge benefit. As somebody used to work um, in a reporting company uh, before ClickBank, and that was like the big thing we did was compressed time and consolidation reporting. It is one of the most challenging and difficult things for scaled businesses. So if you hope to be a scaled business or you currently are and you're not using tracking software, 
holy cow, um, you need to get, you need to get a hold of volume right away. <laughs> Definitely. I was gonna say too, like I found that it's been helpful to point people towards volume because you did a direct integration with ClickBank. We did a, you know, we kind of adjusted some of our things that directly integrate with you too. Um, and it was very helpful because right, ClickBank might not have say an integration to TikTok ad tracking yet, or some of these newer tracking, newer traffic sources, but volume, right? Who's much more on top of all the different traffic sources coming in. It's more likely going to have that. So if you're on, if you're using volume to track through ClickBank, for example, you can probably get tied into whatever tracking you need versus trying to make the default settings out of ClickBank work, um, which might be reliant on pixel or something like that on the order form or API that you need to catch directly and build a, your own tracking kind of integration for. You can use something that's already stood up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we have this this uh, this um, awesome integration with you guys that allows to send conversion integration via API. So you know that it's never going to lost. It's 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 never going to be lost. It's always there. But we also have API integrations with with a lot of traffic sources. And I feel that you, like even what you guys said at the beginning is that uh, people don't want like they they don't want to have you know a handful of of, of features and uh, sorry not features tools. And I feel that you know. Uh, the further we go, the more tools, more apps we are using, and we really need them. And it's, you know, it's it's getting frustrating, right? So we know that automation at this point is is super important. And, and this is why we're working on, on integrations with, with different traffic sources to allow our users to simply manage their campaigns directly from volume. And this is possible for, you know, like all the biggest players, Tabula, Outbrain, you know, Facebook ads, uh, uh, MGID, I'm not going to, you know, name them all because that would take too much time. But this is pretty cool because once you once you add them to, to, to volume, you can, you know, pause your campaigns, uh, start them, change bits, create whitelists. So do a, a big part of your job straight from straight from volume. Oh, right. Because you're so sorry, you're actually managing campaigns directly out of volume versus going into every different ad source. I mean, you, you need to create them. On the, mm -hmm. on the traffic source side, but then if you want to make changes there or maybe you want to set up some outer rules because you're going on vacation or you're simply going to sleep and you know that you have this you know, campaign for, for thousands of dollars and you want to make sure that it's going to work, you can, you can use that and then the rules that you're going to set in, in, in volume um, are going to you know, be working on those campaigns uh, on the traffic source side. Gotcha. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, and, um, I mean, just all of it sounds great. Like, I guess one of the questions I have is I'm sitting here thinking, oh my gosh, like actual data and then the ability to easily manage it in one place. Hooray. Right. Um, so you could quickly move to the next traffic source. I think that's one of the things we also saw at affiliate summit West. A lot of people are looking to diversify. They saw what happened with iOS and they're like, oh, I was way too levered in Facebook. And they kind of wrote out thinking that Facebook was just going to somehow get better. Um, and it hasn't, right? So they're looking for what's the next traffic source. Something like volume is going to speed that up so quickly. Um, and so you could just go be a good media buyer instead of doing things like, let's figure out how to make my tracking work, right? You guys had take a burden on that. That being said... Um, as much as it'd be great that you're the only ones out there, you're not. So how does, when I'm going out and comparing a tracking software, you know, it's important to my business. Why would I pick volume besides the fact that it's integrated with ClickBank, which could be great for public offers. Um, but, but yeah, just in particular, what, what are some of the things that you do that I'm not going to get with other tracking softwares out there? 
So the first thing that is this is quite important is that there are a lot of different tracking so like softwares on the market, right? And some of them uh, are mostly focused on on this one type of business. Uh, you know, maybe smaller affiliates. There, there are the ones that are focusing more on agencies. Uh, there are the ones that are focusing more on the brands or maybe even tracking from the affiliate network side, right? So there's a lot of different solutions and it really depends what type of business you're, you're, you're running. And, and this is, this is definitely, definitely important. So assuming that you are a media buying, assuming that you are an affiliate network. So what we, what we're betting on is uh, foremost, reporting and real-time data that you're all like this ability to always be able to to get to to your campaign so this is what we have already discussed automation we are adding new api integrations all the time and this is one of the reasons why you know our, our dev, dev team is always having those clashes with you know sales guys because we all and then business people people because we always want to do more and they're always like okay guys but you know we have to firstly make sure that they are working well because they need to you know, be of the highest quality. So this is the automation. Since we have a lot of different types of, of customers, we are also always trying to um, you know, set up features uh, or, or actually um, deliver features that will be useful for different parts of uh, like different types of customers. So we have a lot of features for agencies uh, or, or people who are go, like working you know, in, in bigger businesses that are allowing them to safely share they, their data with partners, with customers, to also work within the team uh, without, you know, the, the threat that that your project is going to be visible for for someone else, also for for ecom um, ecom owners uh, offer owners. So there's a variety of features that we are always trying to uh, you know deliver to make sure that different types of of, of customers are are happy with that. And uh, yeah, I mean there are some great alternatives uh, on the market and. Um, what I can tell you is that we are always trying to aim to be better, always trying to move maybe even one step before the market does and making sure that the, the, the you know, the features, the tracking that we're delivering is going to be of the highest quality. And I know that people, they're saying, you know, volume is expensive, why your prices are so high. And, you know, like if you want to have great features, if you want to have great support, if you want to have dedicated account managers, you need to pay for that, right? Like this is like, you need to hire the best people. We need to make sure that they are trained. And this is something that we want to put our money on. And then this kind of is also reflected in, in the pricing, right? Mm -hmm. I was on that nice. Venn diagram of like, you can pick two of the three, right? And it's like cheap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or what is it? It's like, yeah, fast, cheap, and yeah. <laughs> done well or something. Yeah. yeah. So you want it done well and you want it uh, to work. Yeah. It takes, it takes what it takes. Yeah, yeah but I really, I think you said a lot of really powerful things that make so much sense to why, you know, you have the, maybe like you said, you're, you're not the cheapest price tag because you're not running the cheapest company. Even the fact that you said that the sales team is, we all know, we assume that we snap our fingers and IT figures it out. So, um, but the fact that you have that pushback to get it, get it made, but made right, right? So you're bringing lots of custom things that are going to fit for wherever the client is on the cusp of technology, but not at the cost of a of quality, right? So I think that's a really huge thing. So you might be spending more, but you're spending more to make way more money than you get from somebody else with the trust to know that those features, the tracking, the data, 
um, are all going to be there. They're all going to work. So when you're playing the game of millions, um, you, you could rest assured that the data is going to be where you need it to. So I think that makes a ton of sense. Um, and yeah, it is, is, is pretty exciting. That being said, so we, you know, we've talked a lot about theoretical things are there, and this might be really hard. Can you think of any like specific examples or where you've had clients implement volume and, and see a huge change or a huge ROI in their business? I'd love to see maybe some of the specifics about how tracking has transformed some businesses. Yeah. So I actually have one thing. Um, so we, we have a lot of customers who are working with, with native ads and native ads are, are pretty great because they're, an amazing alternative to, to Facebook ads, you know, to Google ads, because you can still have like a very high quality um, ads, like the, the, the very good traffic. Uh, it can be cheaper. Um, of course, if you're working with, with giants like Tabula or Outbrain, you get this, this awesome support. So uh, native ads are, are, are pretty great. And we're trying to acquire even more native ads customers. And the reason for that is that, is that, um, we have features that allow them to automatically A-B test their content. And this is something that is super important when it comes to native, uh, you know, content is, is everything. And uh, we have this customer who actually tested over 6,000 uh, landing pages, I, I, I think, with us. Uh, or actually 8,000. Yeah, I, I just opened the um, like open space study. Yeah, and this is something like if you're sending, uh, you know, your traffic to different landing pages with like different pieces of content, this is not something that you can, uh, you know, do on the on the traffic source side when it comes to this automatic part. And this is something that we actually allow, and uh, and can be super super helpful and actually uh, result in in very specific results. I I will be more than happy to to send you over that that case study, and uh, yeah, so. I will be more than happy to send you that and maybe describe it in, in a more technical way, but I don't want to get uh, too much into this, but definitely features for native ads connected to, to, to um, you know, optimization and testing volume is a good one for that. Okay. Cause are you, as I imagined, then you're not running right. The split tests off of the ad link, you're running it off of the volume kind of redirect link that's running through there. Is that kind of how that's working there? So like the volume link is actually splitting the traffic between yeah yeah and you can traffic, mm -hmm. yeah, to, to like different landing pages and different parts of uh of, of your campaign funnel and uh yeah depending on you know which 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 part of that is is working best you can later send the, the majority of your traffic right there right gotcha yeah. okay yeah, that's huge i imagine especially for um like youtube that could be really really beneficial just to put lots of video creatives out there um, and get them all split tested very fast um, by splitting that traffic. Because we all know for, for the video media buyers or YouTube media buyers, they know like once you have winning creative, um, it, it could take a thousand videos to get to that one, but that one can make up enough ROI to give you more than a thousand videos, right? So um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty exciting stuff to have that dynamic thing. This actually makes me think, I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but um, I recently at ASA was talking with some affiliates about the idea of test budgets um, and being able to work more exclusive with partners for lots of challenges that are going on. But um, sometimes off, like a lot of media buyers would like to get an offer early. How do we get it before everyone else does? Uh, so one of the things I've been you know encouraging them to do is to create a test budget. So you do the testing for fill you know for the the offer owner. And they cover a certain percentage of your losses. But I would think if you're using something like volume, you could now create that pitch in a very different way because, hey, 
would you like to do testing, but we want to run some testing for you. Why don't we run, you know, six different variants of landing pages with all these different ads and you could manage that in volume so that test budget becomes really, really valuable to people when they know that you have something like volume. So just, just an idea out there to any of your affiliates, if you're looking to get more exclusive offers or in on offers early and you have volume, um, I would say you have quite a, quite a pitch to talk to people about how you could get a testing budget and get their offer where they want it to be. And now you already know you have a campaigns built out. You already have the attention of the offer owner You can say, sweet, let's go from, you know, um, testing budget to let me scale this from here on out. So just something in there that I think volume could really unlock for a lot of those media buyers out there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, very nice. I'm going to write it down. <laughs> <laughs> you could take it, take it. It's all yours. I was curious to go back to kind of the, I guess, beginning of this conversation around the cookie block piece is, I guess I was a little lost on if I'm a media buyer running traffic or even an offer owner running my own traffic, what should I be doing right now? Do you have like a checklist of items or like some questions to ask yourself kind of to prepare or to get ready for the cookie block? Yes. Yes, we do. But it does like, there's like a few things that you need to do on this list. And I don't think that we want to get uh, like, you know, very into, very, very deep into it. But uh, I can send you this this checklist and maybe, you know, you can just add the link to it somewhere. So people who, uh, you know, are going to be a bit afraid or are not sure their tracking is ready for that, uh, they can use it and, and then decide what more needs to be done. Yeah, we can put it on the, maybe our integration page we have with you or the partner page we have with you as a, the cookie block. Dun, yeah. Dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's say same things actually with the case study as well. I think that'd be great to put the case study on there. Um, because definitely a lot of great information. Not only know that I need tracking, I need to be prepared. But then once you have it, what are you gonna do with it um to grow your business? I think that's really great information that hopefully a lot are of there, people are excited to hear and consume. I was curious, curious if you've seen any new and surprising I say maybe new or surprising traffic trends that your media buyers are using on a general level. Like, are you seeing like any spikes from different traffic sources that you wouldn't be expecting or requests for integrations to a new place that you haven't seen before? Anything like that that's been popping up? Well, <clears throat> we don't really have, like, we don't really see what our customers are doing. I oh, mean, interesting. We have okay. The, you know, like we have the, the account management team who's working with specific mm -hmm. customers, but we we don't you know see the the overall data and this is actually something that people have been accusing us for years that you know we have a media buying team and that they're just you know going through our customers campaigns and then <laughs> you know trying to to take their know-how this is not happening um we we don't we don't have access to that but um i can tell you that based on the conversations that I had with customers, with, with our customer facing teams, uh, there's a lot of interest in TikTok. I don't think that this is, you know, groundbreaking, but, but I think that, that we all know it, that, that the traffic is still quite cheap if you compare it to, to other giants. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, I know that they also have those problems, you know, and no one really knows what is going to be the, the, the future of this platform and also native ads. Like this is something that people are also, you know, uh, talking about a lot. So, so, so yeah, um, I would say that maybe those two, I don't know if this is what you have noticed as well. Yeah, it's, it's similar. Um, 
you know, TikTok has been a, obviously a trending one. A lot of like the third, not, not, I don't know third party, but some of the different chat platforms have been getting a lot of steam too, which is so much media buying more kind of social share kind of stuff. Um, and then native as well has been the fastest growing, I'd say on ClickBank compared to traditional, if you want to call it that, like everyone kind of, not everyone, a lot of people left Facebook, YouTube has been really big. Um, and then native has been very quickly growing across the Taboola and Outbrain and Rev content, all those different channels. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, what we've seen too, like, uh, native is such a stable campaign. It feels like once you get it going, the campaigns seem to be able to run a lot longer, um, and a lot more consistency consistently, uh, than what we've seen from some of the other media buying channels. And I will say TikTok, for those that don't know, they capture, I think it's like 48 different data points or some crazy, crazy amount of data that they collect from the users. It's more than any other social platform. So I think one of the reasons, knowing that you might be getting a reduction in third-party data, their first-party data is a lot. So it, I think the targeting of that audience um, might be pretty, pretty good. Um, along with lower costs that can make it really effective. Um, and for those that think it's just a bunch of kids, you were woefully mistaken. TikTok yeah. is full-blown old people now, so go after <laughs> it. Do you, have, no, do you have an account on TikTok? Do, do I? Yeah. No. I, I went on there and I was quickly was like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm too old. No, uh, not not my form of content. It's just, uh, it's too good. It's too immersive as an hour went by and I thought it was 10 minutes. I was oh, like, yeah. I better just walk away yeah. <laughs> right now. Yeah. So, which from a marketing perspective, what I just said makes me super excited um, for any of the users on there because it is so good at giving you serotonin hits, leaving you so unsatisfied. It's scary. Good. Yeah. <laughs> your satisfaction can only be filled through buying something that will change your life. So, um, feels like a great place to market for sure. I've been noticing like a different, I don't know what you call it, like a different type of media buyer in this, in the direct kind of the direct response core affiliate space that I've been in for years now, which is kind of like that. We've seen a lot of the kind of CPL, like cost per lead media buyers have started getting into like the straight sale game that we play in here at ClickBank. And then two, just like different, like bigger e-com buyers, people that'd be more doing more branded kind of like campaign like almost agency level stuff are getting more into like the direct response straight sale game and i think part of that is just cash flow right they're going it's a lot easier to spin up a campaign that i can monetize with a high paying affiliate program versus onboarding six more clients that i have to try to figure out conversion campaigns for um and that's been fun to watch as we've seen media buying scale go up quite a bit that way yeah, that's that, that's definitely true. And you know what I really love about this industry, I've been in volume for almost six years, is that it's constantly evolving. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's always changing. And I, I I remember how it all looked like those six years ago. It was really different, and uh, and this is definitely fun for us. You know, to be working in it and to kind of see all those changes happening. It's 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 never boring, but at the same time, we have this responsibility as you know the the platforms that are. Um, you know, helping thousands of people to to always trying to to go forward and and to make sure that you are aligned with the trends and aligned with the market. Yes, I was curious, Camilla. With uh, you seem to travel a bit for volume to some of the different shows. What are the kind of next upcoming shows you'll be at, and what are some of the bigger shows you're excited for this year? Well, um, 
Are you asking me or are you asking us, me as volume? I guess both. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Where, where, where are you going to be based in? I guess, yeah. Where's volume going to be this next, uh, the rest of this kind of year? What shows are going to be going to? Actually, we're, we're going in, in two weeks to, to IG, to IGB, to, to London. So this is this, this, uh, event focused on, on iGaming, mm-hmm. uh, pretty awesome for, for anyone who is, you know, running ads on, on, on gaming, gambling, uh crypto maybe not crypto but but casinos and we are also going to to barcelona to an event focused on blockchain uh this is this is actually a test Uh, i don't know if if there's going to be a lot of advertising topics there but we want to you know check it out and there's of course dubai that is happening in like a month i think this is going to be quite big but i would say that our biggest event at least in in this first part of the year is going to be barcelona so affiliate board Oh, nice in July, right? Yeah, yeah. Nice. So, I, th- I think I, I might see you there. I might be going to that one this time. But no, you're always you no. Your team's been a pleasure to work with. I was just curious, like, where can people go to learn more about yourself and/or volume? Like, if people are curious, like, if volume's the right fit for them, or just want to kind of get access to some of these different case studies you might have. Like, where can they go to find some of this stuff? So. I would say that if, if someone is interested in, in our solution, the best way would be really to get in touch with our sales team. And, you know, we have the this chat window on, on any of our pages and we have a lot of CDAs to talk to them. I know that some people may be reluctant to talk to the, you know, to talk to, to, to sales people because, uh, you know, like, you know, how sales people can, can get. But especially now when we see that, that marketers and media buyers that they're having much more complex businesses than than they used to be and like lots of different cases it's like i think that the best solution here is to talk to someone who actually knows our product and is going to be able to tell you based on on all the information that that you have uh, which plan and and which subscription is going to be best for you but of course i I encourage you to to go to volume.com we have this this super cool part with with case studies we also have lots of webinars that are recorded there's one with uh, that we did with uh, tabula and nadim kutab like uh, two months ago it was pretty awesome we have one with thomas uh, in less than a month oh yeah oh, wait. this is going to be published later okay so maybe at the like maybe uh, <laughs> around the same time the yeah <laughs> at yeah. some point in time <laughs> it's february 22nd right we're doing it yeah yeah so mm-hmm. uh people in the future it may be happening right now or maybe it already happened but we have all our webinars recorded right there. So if you didn't manage to to join us there, uh, that's definitely a way to go. And we also always also have a blog w- with lots of articles. So if you'd like to check out on that, uh, I ha- highly encourage you to do that. Nice. And we will link to, I was gonna say, we'll link to our partner page with you as well. The clickbank.com slash partner slash volume page, which has also links to our integration documentation and your yeah. integration documentation with ClickBank and volume. If y'all are curious about seeing how that all works and Kyle, you've always got some good right kind of wrap up. Do you want to eat certain thing questions? <laughs> I want to throw it to you. Yeah. I just wanted, to, I guess uh, the last thing I just wanted to say is I think again, really appreciate the time and um, appreciate that, you know, one, the awareness, I think oftentimes we do get a little bit lackadaisical about some of these things like cookie pop, pop uh, cookie apocalypse and the idea <laughs> that it's not now. So I shouldn't worry about it now, but preparation today means success into the future. So I just think the biggest thing out of this conversation, again, is 
if you're not using a tracking software, what are you doing? Why are you making your life so much harder? And if you're not using volume, you're definitely also making your, your life a little <laughs> bit harder than it needs to be. Um, so if you're already promoting offers on ClickBank, you'd like your campaigns to, to be even better, or at least have more data on them. I just, it seems silly not to use the resource to get a hold of you guys. So please do that to start making more money in your campaigns. And I guess, you know, I, I don't have another question except for, I will, I will say, Follow up on that blockchain conference. That sounds super interesting. Um, and I'm, I'm enjoy all the Web3 conversation stuff. So I'm super curious to hear how that's going. Especially when you talk about new traffic sources, um, we're getting to a point where I think we're about at saturation that you possibly can get in Web2. Um, so if you want some of those big gains and early gainers again, like the early days of Facebook, well, that's going to exist in Web3, not not what we're doing right now. So I think that sounds really exciting and um, I'm excited to hear what you think about it and yeah. hopefully see you in Barcelona as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm going to let you know how, how this all goes. I can also tell you that I know, I personally know people who quit affiliate marketing and like performance marketing for crypto. Maybe they're not that happy about their decision right back. now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, like this is this is definitely something that is going to grow. We can even see it in affiliate marketing when it comes to you know like um, crypto offers. Once again, maybe not right now, but I know that like like you know six months ago or, or a year ago, it was pretty big. So yeah, maybe maybe who knows? You guys are gonna join us there next year. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and then uh, just as a plug. I don't know if this is going to happen, but for the listeners that are that listen a lot, they're excited. They're always looking to see when we might be at events. We might be doing something exciting at Affiliate World Barcelona. So um, Thomas and I, with the podcast specifically, that could be pretty cool. So be on the lookout potentially yeah, say, for exciting things into the future. I'd say whoever's listening to this now, go to clickpink.com slash events, and you can bookmark that page. It's where we put up all the different parties and things we're showing, we're throwing at different whether it's local here in Boise or whether it's a road show in Vegas at the Raiders stadium, like we just saw Camilla at. So yeah. fun. I don't know if anything's up there right now, by the way, but it will should be soon. <laughs> by the time okay. this episode airs. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Great. So I just, I just checked, checked it out and uh, it's not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> she you would know, have been I, a secret. No. <laughs> we have, we need to have like past events there. So it doesn't always look blank. If there's not a, like a pending one coming up, we'll have to have like yeah, past events. Yeah. People get FOMO for not being at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Well, again, really appreciate your time. Um, and yeah, I, with no other questions, I just look forward to seeing the future and um, our clients using volume to make a lot more money. Yes. I'm, I'm hoping for that too. It was great to, to, to be with you guys here today and I'm going to see you Thomas pretty soon. <laughs> Yep, it'll be Good. soon. <laughs> Whether you awesome. want well, thank to you, or Camilla. not. Camilla, it's been a, a late evening for you there, so thanks for staying up um, past your typical working hours and being with us here today. And yeah, happy scaling to you and everyone listening, and we'll sign off now. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. See you. Bye.